0: <sighs> always picks the best fucking time.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. It's always Steven's fault. Of <laughs> course, <laughs>
0: it's never Steven's fault. Always Steven's fault. Oh my lord! What's up? <sighs> um, it's cold.
1: Yeah. Oh, you didn't see it outside now. It, it got The sign worse.
0: was like almost blowing over. Oh, oh, it's maybe you didn't like see. it, it was—it's rough.
1: It's looking rough out there. Anyway supposedly another winter storm it's
0: we're like just now getting winter yeah and it's just like I thought we, no it's been it hasn't it's has been like, it's like one, ups and downs. one like 25 day was bad it hasn't been uh yeah it hasn't been too bad it's <coughs> been very mild over over
1: christmas the day after or was it the day before christmas
0: was it? there was a huge storm it's, that's christmas it's, it's me, you're call. meant to you got to get some snow whatever that was just santa doing it, his thing Welcome to the Weather Network podcast, <laughs> where we talk boring shit about weather. Um, oh, it's actually
1: really cool. I feel like people really don't pay enough attention to weather mm. and the solar system.
0: People pay too much attention to weather sometimes or like oh, yeah. not try the, reading into it too the, much. They the, you know, like the app will always tell me what's happening. Meanwhile, you're standing outside and it's raining, but the app is like it's sunny. Like I don't know, Some The opposite is true think. though as well.
1: Where they're yeah, like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not raining outside. How could it ever be rain? And then, like, ten minutes later, yeah. it's
0: pouring, and you're like, oh, you can tell. You don't need the. Th- I mean, sometimes, like, future, great, that's important. But like, yes. if you're like, it's kind of damp, it's kind of dark, it's kind of windy, it's not supposed to rain according to the app. I'm pretty sure it's gonna rain. We do that frequently. Like Lauren and I will do that. That's like almost a game. She'll be like, we can go for a walk. It's not gonna rain. Mm. <laughs> looks this like guy in the sky says it's a problem in the rain. And then we're walking and we're fucking torrential.
1: I don't know if this walk. is true. Fact check this. Um <laughs> <Jamie>? <laughs> I feel like that's yeah, how, how the stuff we'd say on this podcast. <laughs> Nothing, like, uh, nothing's uh, true. Um, yeah. I So you know the percentages they give on the weather? Mm. So it's like oh 60% chance of rain? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't mean that there's a 60% chance so okay. It doesn't mean that is it going to rain? I don't know. Let's roll a dice. 60%. It means that in the area, so like let's say it's Toronto, 60% of Toronto will we'll get be rain. Covered in, we'll get- I don't know if this is true or not, but that is a game changer because then you're, it, it, it comes yeah, out to the same thing. broke my brain. Yeah, right? I think it, it, at the end of the day, it comes down to the same thing. 60% mm-hmm. either way is, you know, it makes sense. But if that's true
0: and you're looking it up right now. I am. According to the National Weather Service, an official definition of the percentage chance of rain, a.k.a. probability of precipitation, is the statistical probability that a given point in a forecast area will receive at least blah, blah, blah of precipitation over a specific period. I think that's the same definition. That means uh, the the area that the forecast is talking about is likely to receive.
1: I think that's what I said, right? But, uh, But I'm... So... I'm pretty sure that my definition here, which may or may not be true, is the same as the other definition. You're just looking at it a little bit differently.
0: Uh, Okay, so there's a couple other ways that... There's math. There's some real math on one of these. A couple other ways that people are explaining it. There is a 40% chance that at any point in the area, rain will touch down, even if it's just like the corner of it somewhere. There's an 80% chance you're going to get hit by something, even if it's not the whole area. I don't know, man. This is not the... I, I, I don't know I'll yeah. take your I'll take your super uh, I don't know
1: If mine is True or not TikTok man I think it's TikTok And uh, those things I don't even go on TikTok I've refused
0: I got rid of TikTok I, every, every now and then I'll like put it back For a second Because someone will Send me something funny And I'll be like You can't see this Unless you're on whatever But Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, One Spies Two We're already getting spies I know but Emma.
1: it's pick your poison. It's Either your government yeah. or theirs. So I'll, might as well I'll just give it to my own. Yeah, or some let them spy on me. Congruent. They're already like, spying on me.
0: But like, also, it's just a trap. Like, why is it three o'clock in the morning and I've been scrolling and scrolling? I've been. I don't need to learn a dance.
1: So Reddit's been getting me lately. Mm-hmm. Of hobbies. Mm-hmm. You go on if you pick a hobby and you go on the Reddit, oh, you can yeah. just scroll it's there deep. for. Hours and hours. Discord
0: too, to an extent, but it's um Discord. You Discord have to moves get into too it. fast, thankfully. Mm, yeah, so like yeah. sometimes, if I just want to learn like a couple tidbits, I'll just do a search from something, or I'll just like scroll up and just like read comments on certain stuff. But then it's it's not it's not that interesting. Reddit will get you, and then Reddit's a fucking uh, cesspool. Sorry, too. I was just
1: thinking of your uh, your soundbite from earlier, Uncle Joey. <laughs> oh man, that was oh, so good. Okay, we'll cut sorry, that, I guess. <laughs> No, it's fine. Uh, I couldn't keep a straight face. I was just... The back of my head, it was it was there for the last five minutes. So great. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a keeper. Yep. Uh, Twitter's pretty good, too, though. Back to it's also a fucking out. cesspool. All social Honestly, media is a fucking cesspool, I don't, man. Uh, yeah, get off of it as much as possible. <laughs> Especially... Oh, my... So... I don't know if I want to go here right now. Yeah, you're... Uh-oh. Yeah. The, the deep sigh. Can... You know all those people during covid
0: oh here we go that were, right.
1: that were you know the tin, tin hats uh conspiracy theorists
0: yeah know some of those uh it's kind of come full circle i feel like to in yeah, a certain so some extent of them are incredibly there's there's been a lot of points where some of the quote unquote tin foil hat etc wearers uh you kind of look back and you're like
1: were you wrong yeah i what? don't know right i don't know it seems like they may have been onto something now, um, and I won't say that Sorry. again. I have absolutely no opinion,
0: no dog, in the no
1: lake. no opinion on the actual virus or anything at all because I don't know crap <laughs> no shit, about that. No, I don't know. Is it real? It, like, it's definitely a thing. People got pretty sick, and I, I I got pretty sick from it. I didn't die, luckily, knock on wood, yet from it. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Now with all the Vaccines, I don't, I'm joking. Oh, Jesus I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I, I kind of set myself up for that one. I had uh, to go. No, no, but uh, you know, I have no opinion on that. I'm not going to say what's right or wrong or whatever. But I can look at the economy and what's happened, whew. and that I, I think Oof. paints a bigger picture for me. Even that, even that whole argument. Still, when someone, when a non-vax, like I don't want to say non vaxxer because I'm not pooling them yeah, all at yeah, once, yeah. but like the tinfoil hat, you know, conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah. When they say, Oh, COVID. I'm sorry, I'm putting on a they oh, don't also awesome, know <laughs> I'm gonna go that's, with we're gonna it. Get that's, my, uh, that's my tinfoil hat.
0: All right, COVID. You can't say the big C <laughs> network demonetized or whatever. Oh yeah,
1: true. Uh no, when when they're when they're all about like, oh it's not I'm doing it again. It's not <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, right, Newton Juton
0: virus. <laughs> when they're
1: like, Yeah, the virus is fake, you know? I'm like, okay, relax. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure people got pretty sick, but the economy is absolutely crazy, and and it's not like everything crashed or anything like that. But we were talking about this earlier. This is the first step of the deletion of the middle class. In I would say, I, well, I can speak on Toronto mm. and maybe the GTA. I think that we're we're stepping a lot closer right now, and it's it's scary. It's it's not a it's not a comfortable thought to have. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I, you know I'm noticing it. Yeah, I think it's a thing that's been happening for years. Uh, and I think there has been some huge acceleration of that over the last, over, over COVID, I suppose. I, and not just locally, uh, across like North America, or North America, I, I suppose, probably the world. But you look at like big companies' balance sheets. You look Just the difference alone of like massive conglomerate, big company, their their bottom line over the last few years. And then you look at like, the impact of inflation and, like, just the job loss and the the day-to-day of, like, everyone else. The little the, guy The got divide off. is growing oh, yeah. significantly. A lot of the upper category have grown their net worth and portfolios and equity and whatever, whatever. And everyone else, not so much, uh, I suppose, unless you...
1: See, the issue know. I have with this... So, that happened to Galen Weston. It just came out with uh, the President's Choice companies um what they're like blah, blah, massive blah, all that. earnings yeah. yeah it just recently came out but i have a problem with this because in a capitalist society like we live in that is okay that you can't you know the invisible hand you cannot yeah. dictate the market you can't try to manipulate it the more you manipulate it the more communist get. and that's another that's another thing you know is that right or wrong i'm, I'm not saying you know i'm not i'm not i don't again Take me out of this. My opinions are out of this. I'm just commenting on the state that we're in. Yeah, these big corporations making huge profits. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. The whole point is that they should be able to gouge whoever they want. That's it's, it's kind of capitalism. I, I suppose the, the, the argument issue comes is, that is
0: when there's there's no competition, monopolies, right? Exactly. When it becomes a monopoly. Then yeah. you really can do whatever the fuck you yeah. want with next to zero repercussion on you everybody else
1: what you see in you know the, the wireless networks here oh my god uh, that's, yeah. the, the grocery stores like a lot of them have so much power yeah. and that's the biggest that's the scariest thing of, of uh capitalism is that 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 can happen and then what do you do in that situation then you have to yeah. take back and become a little bit more socialist I know. which no one likes and it's um but it, what, what do you what, what do you choose would you do rather you do? Do you have the obliteration ten dollar banana or yeah. uh be a little bit more socialist this podcast is taking a turn. We're canceled by everybody on well, both sides yeah. in well, the middle. And now, <laughs> and now Galen Weston's coming <laughs> after fucking,
0: us. He's Uh-oh. Uh, what? If well, you, all, all you said was he's got good earnings. Yeah. I never said he did anything People wrong. People don't I, like that you make money.
1: Like, look, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, given our society. Are you an <laughs> asshole? <laughs> you know, that's a different story. <laughs> that's up for debate. Who that's knows? That's a different story. I'm personally. not the one to judge. Yeah. But... Uh, like when the Bank of Canada, who was it, Tiff, Tiff Macklem? Macklem, coming out and, and being mad at them for making more yeah. profits? I get it though. It's see, I, I mean, get where he's coming. That's a to. that's a
0: very specific item too. If the cost of fucking TVs goes through the roof, nobody gives a shit. I mean, yeah, okay, but not to the same degree. No, the cost of your PS Five goes gets gouged like crazy. Nobody cares. Go for it. Um, that's not a that's not a like a basic necessity. A no. human. What's that Maslow guy? His hierarchy. hierarchy. The that needs yeah. that's not as important like food, as food. shelter. And, and when you have a monopoly on food, that maybe that's an issue to some people.
1: So I and guess I'm taking the other side of that equation. So so I've been thinking about this, like because in communism the monopoly is in the government mm, mm-hmm. and they run everything. So the only difference here is in capitalism you're giving the monopoly to. Whoever the biggest well, shark is that it, yeah, eats the exactly. whole sea, yeah. and then they become the powerful. So I can see why communists think that capitalism is terrible because they're like, why would we give it to that guy who just did really well and it was smart? Yeah, when but we can just I always can, hold I on can to keep it, keep it for me. But then the issue is, you know, At all. the argument is who's better? Is it like the, the big shark guy that's a capitalist, or is it the guy that becomes in power that's a communist that's no. you know crooked? Nah, who knows?
0: And then I mean, you you, you have the same. I suppose you could have the same argument on the socialist side too. Like, okay, yeah. we're going to everyone gets taxed at such a huge or such a higher rate. Who's the one deciding how to distribute those funds? Who's the one deciding what to put what programs to put in place where and whatever and fucking whatever. Everyone yeah, sucks.
1: There's some programs that I <laughs> They got, all suck. I've seen lately that the Canadian government's paying for that's uh, r- ridiculous.
0: I mean, every time, almost exclusively, every single time I've seen The numbers of any government's use of funds on anything. And to be fair, I don't understand fuck all about the goings on and how many people you need to fill your spreadsheets and file your fucking paperwork on the back end. A lot. But like apparently infinite (laughs) because like just the shit gets so inflated. You take so much away in taxes and then you spend. We want to fix the road. Uh, fix the roads, maybe bad. Ex- I don't have a direct comps example, but let's say we're going to build some housing. It's always like eight times the cost of having someone private do it. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Like it's just so much more expensive. That's
1: that's the whole issue with NASA and terrible, uh, terrible SpaceX. Of, that's, yeah. That was Elon Musk's whole whole argument was that NASA was using funds mm. and, and these like government space agencies were using funds so inefficiently that yeah. when he went in with his his own crew. Trying to save as much p- money as possible, uh, they saved, I I can't remember, I read his book, it was like one-tenth of the price. But I mean, it.
0: that's 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 across the board. right? Like yeah. any, oh, If you everything. look at any private activity, any private company is going to look at like a government contract and be like, so you're going to pay me how much? So do you think, the same thing?
1: Would, would you say that governments should be audited more by private companies? I
0: wouldn't say shit, because I don't know shit about fuck.
1: Yeah, but you can uh, have an opinion on this. This has no, no difference. Audits,
0: I, Maybe. I'm sure it could help with efficiencies. Maybe not even like, like just something to kind of figure out where, where, where does this money poof? Where is the inefficiency in this whole system? Really? How do we get a better use out of these tax? Maybe there's an argument to make socialism better. If we can make it more efficient.
1: I'm not arguing for still socialism for the socialist party. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that was I uh,
0: I don't know about that, uh, but we'll, we'll see. I work mean, work in the wrong industry for that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, seriously. I mean, that's the other argument, right? Like, it, home ownership is another thing. Because you technically never a, own is, home.
0: Is home ownership a human? Yes. It's it
1: kind of never really yours. you, you have pay the property taxes? You have the rights for it, mm-hmm. and it's actually the crowns, and, you know, they can take it back Yeah, to, I guess they especially here in Canada, in Canada, specifically, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. In the States, it might be a, lo- a little different, but... Uh, <laughs>
0: castle doctrine or law or whatever you're not taking my land i don't know yeah there Uh, we go with the voice again (laughs) 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 i'm rooting tooting government trying to take over my land
1: (laughs) (laughs) another clip that's another (laughs) sound but we gotta do it well we were talking about this a little bit because um there's an article that we read and it said that millennials um are being forced to buy that I laughed at. Oh, my hard. God. Okay, the, I, I just thought it was the, the, the
0: dumbest. It must be clickbait. Just to, I didn't even read the article, but it must just be like, well, well, yeah, what was it? Millennials being never thought of but never dreamt of being homeowners but being forced to buy because of the rental situation. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you have $200,000, I think was this couple that was in the article. You have $200,000. $200,000. And you're forced to spend your $200,000 to buy a house. There's many things you could do with that. That could even provide you a return to help offset your rental increase or whatever the fuck you're complaining about with your rental scenario. Nothing in that title. Is I don't true. Even, no I don't one's know, ever
1: forced to buy anything. No. I mean, maybe taxes this it, is like the only thing you buy to. taxes no is but that, it's the I only thing you're you're uh, obligated your to spend your money off with taxes <laughs> kind of <laughs> not really you're, no you're buying you the, can't
0: take that still even if you don't pay your taxes. No, you're,
1: you're buying the right to to be part of this functioning society that's what it is you're yeah. paying in and you're not buying you're just paying in your portion of the share i mean it makes sense taxes all always like you know they make sense to a certain extent mm-hmm. but uh yeah. To, to say that the reason millennials are not buying property is because they don't want to buy property, I think is the, one of the biggest misunderstatements. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now. Is misunderstatements. Misunderstandings. It's like the like,
0: wrong. Misunderstanding. Is that not what like? Mis- uh, well, it's mis- a statement that's misunderstood. Misnomer. misnomer. Maybe it's that's just the, right the wrong one. thing. It's not right.
1: It's just <laughs> factually incorrect. Like, imagine, and, and I'm sure there are people that are in that situation that would prefer to rent. You know, I know people yeah. that prefer to well, rent as I well. I mean,
0: renting adds, especially depending on where you're at in your life, right? Do you, are you set in your career? Are you set in your home? Do you want to be where you currently are? It adds a huge ton of flexibility. It's it. There's a huge argument for renting. Um, We rented for a very long time. Uh, It's nice to, some areas, like, I don't know that I would want to own property in. I don't see maybe, like, super crazy growth, or it's not an area that I want to be in for like forever or raise kids in or something like that. But maybe when you're in your early twenties and you're having a great time, you're hanging out with your neighbors, you're partying, whatever. It's a good, it's a great spot. Lots going on, lots of activity, easy access to things, but then you want to settle down a little bit later. And I mean, I think that's probably the most traditional way to think about it or the way that most people think about it. I leave my parents' house. I go rent somewhere, super cool. Things are going on get some traction in my career, whatever, whatever, start a family, go move somewhere a little bit more suburbia. Right. I feel like that's the most like traditional way you can yeah, yeah. like go through that life cycle. So there's even in that very traditional life cycle, there is a, a huge purpose and importance for renting that first place that I moved out to probably not somewhere. One, I probably couldn't afford it at the time. And two, probably not somewhere that I would like be setting down roots for a very long period of time, but also like career flexibility, Just having, like, there's a lot of expenses to owning a house. There's an argument to own rental property and rent where you live, for example. This is, uh, other people have talked about this, because that's an income-generating asset versus your house is not. Uh, That house is going to cost you money. Uh, If you're not, like, if you're renting somewhere and you don't know where you're going to sit down forever or you don't care for, like, the equity growth, your fucking toilet breaks, that's your landlord's problem. That's not your, that you just, it's something you can pass on. You can focus on whatever is most important to you at that time. That's very much a, an important point to, to renting in in society. Um, but to also say like, I'm forced to not rent. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird to me. If you have the opportunity to buy, then hmm. there is no scenario where I can see that you're forced to not rent. I mean, unless the
1: well, it's rent evictions. I think the I think what well, it yeah it, it you're it was forced to, to you're
0: forced to leave. Get to you're, you're is, evicted is that, and you're not you don't like being evicted. Rents have
1: gone up. You know what, twenty percent in the last year. Yeah, I think that's it, what this is article is kind of all really about, too. I That's that's it what it was they, just like. Their They were title. forced to
0: vacate their townhouse, so their landlord could sell it. Okay, great. First of all, that's not legal. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get you know read the residential tenancies act let's not like mistake some landlords are shitbags yeah. um, that, that's not legal unless the landlord's moving in and then if they sell that obviously they weren't really moving in so then there's an issue there um, but then they, they it goes on to say it just didn't make sense we looked at where the prices of rents were and it just didn't make sense we couldn't go back to renting that's that's emotion that's not like logical no hey I've got Cash, I, if you have $200,000 for a down payment, you obviously have money for the rent. Yeah, and your mortgage um, is going to be the same price. And your mortgage, especially these days, is going to be the same price or more. I mean, maybe there's some... Like, you can... When you get this person uh, on the podcast, whatever. and just I'm done. sit down with them and be um, like... It's just such a stupid statement. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It makes no there's sense. A, there's important parts um, to both in society. Um And the issue plaguing both sides of that equation these days and making things unaffordable and thus deletion of the middle classes we mentioned is just supply. Like the core goes always back to supply and demand. We're not building enough units. We have too much, too many people interested in units in a very small area of this country. Um, We're bringing more in and the builders are at least in this current environment, slowing down actively their, their new construction. And we have a lot of ridiculous rules, at least currently people are trying to change that. A lot of ridiculous rules that prevent us from building more. Like it's a very, very nimby society um, in a society where we have a huge housing crisis on both sides of the spectrum. So I can see people being pissy on both sides of the spectrum. I, 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 there's merit to both arguments, but I have a down payment and I'm forced to rent just fucking makes me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, our, our city, specifically in Toronto, there's still a lot of single family homes in the downtown core. Uh, and even when when you get to Midtown, it's all single family homes. There's, bare, there's yeah. not many condos or, or low rises, mid rises. Yeah. If you go to Europe in any of the major major cities, it's the downtown core is all mid rises to low rises. Yeah. All of them. It's practically the whole area is all this. You know, anywhere from you know five to eight story buildings everywhere, and uh, it plays a role on urban sprawl. Like that's why Toronto yeah. is so big and long and Everybody has kind of their land and their... Sure. Sorry?
0: Carry on. You said big and long. Come on. This is right there. <laughs> All right, well... Carry on. Urban sprawl. Toronto's so
1: vast. Oh. <laughs> vast city. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, there's so much potential to dense, make it denser. And starting from the actual downtown core, which you're seeing, but you're seeing yeah. these huge skyscrapers, which you know that's great and all. I'm sure they make a lot more. Well, in theory, they should make a lot more money than a, like a, a low, like a low rise or mid rise. But and you're seeing the mid rises now, like on Dupont, which I, I mm-hmm. consider Dupont, you know, the midtown, the start of midtown. Maybe yeah. it's still I would say bluer is still kind of like the upper core of downtown. Um, you know, Yorkville. Yeah. Uh, and then you go up a little bit and you'll, you, you see like maybe St. is midtown. And then like Eglinton is,
0: you know, well, they're not far apart, but yeah,
1: yeah, like, like that's like kind of border of, you know, North of Bloor's midtown to St. Clair ish. And then North of that is like uptown ish. Then you yeah, get to like Eglinton, sense. which is, I believe considered uptown.
0: I had a buddy that called Richmond Hill uptown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i will be a, like we're going yeah going uptown it's so up going, city yeah that's, that's a different up 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 region up, <laughs> i don't even uh I don't, whatever <laughs> i mean you
1: still have north york which is like yeah. but that's like past north York's like an old yeah, city yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a whole different thing at that point uh anyways my point being i think there's a lot of opportunity for densification i think it will happen um, we're in the process of it it needs to happen
0: faster which is tough. It's,
1: that's the whole argument it's now. A,
0: it's I mean, it's not even a chicken or egg thing. It's, it's very the people are coming faster than we're building units. That's the kind of the core. The, of the eggs issue. are hatching,
1: and there's not enough. The food. eggs are yeah. Chickens?
0: No, that doesn't. But how did the eggs get? There's there? not enough space for the eggs
1: to hatch. That's probably. I that mean,
0: yeah, that's we, we, we haven't have, even talked about. We are but pensions. Yet. Chickens. Yo. I mean, nah. We don't, what's a pension? I'm a millennial. I don't understand. Pension. Okay. So, so, we don't so get how those. this works,
1: and we may have to edit this out because I'm going to butcher this. And this is going to okay, be the, this maybe the this dumbest
0: thing I've ever said, but. Spiro's making up info corner.
1: Yeah. Well, practically when you retire, you know, you receive your pension. Uh, the current working class pays for the current pensioners. Right. It's, it's like this revolving yeah, door yeah, yeah. of well, we your, pay for your, their retirement. And and the theory is that I'm paying my share and then I will get it when I retire. Who's paying mine? Well, no, the issue is how are we going to pay the one that's about to come up? Mm. Because there's baby boomers and there's a big population of it. So, uh, and I don't remember the statistics, but it is a crazy difference of yeah. like, 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 really it's almost impossible to even fathom how we're going to pay for that it it would be like our our tax our our proportion going towards that would be like so big that we would be making zero income anymore because it would all just go to pay for it now my thoughts on this is we we, like you just said there's so many people moving here that Mm -hmm. are now going to start contributing Potentially, I don't is know that, how this works. Is
0: why immigration so high? are just know.
1: bringing in people to help pay off <laughs> pensions. Like, like, I mean, that could happen. I mean, when when your population like is like ours and it's an aging population, people aren't having five, six kids as Weird often as they used to theory. be, right? They're having one, maybe and that, two. I,
0: I think that's that's very common across the board. I think it's um, Japan that's having like a real, real issue yeah. It's like population decline. Yep. Uh, and I think that's going to become more and more real across the world. I mean, if life is more expensive. It takes you a lot more time to get education set up. Education is much uh, higher ed-
1: now. So, you know, if you go back even 50 years, mm-hmm. the norm was that, you know, maybe a male will have some sort of education and the wife would stay home and raise a family. And mm-hmm. your family would be four or five because there was a person whose full-time job was to right. raise that fam- family. now. To get by, it's really hard on a single
0: income. It's almost—it's hard on a double income. It's, it's like most it, impossible. It's hard on deletion of the middle real, class. Yeah, this is what I'm. It's I'm like, saying. If you have two high income, very earners. good jobs, like like the our national average income is, I don't know, somewhere 60? in the fifties, sixties, like, like, like that. and but the like the Toronto, I, I feel like in general, I, I mean, actually, the Toronto average income is not much higher than that. Um, but like you think of like two, six figure jobs, right? You would can, most people would consider that a very, very good job. Almost double the, you're stable. Like you're, you could sit there. A lot of people will say, this is like, great. I can, this is my career. I'm happy in the hundred take over that six figure. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. Great for life. Um, two of those people, two of them, both of them working both sides of that couple. Uh, that's like, that's still tough. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's kind of crazy these days. Deletion of the middle deletion class. Of, I'll exactly, always yeah, exactly. go back to that.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's happening.
0: But and then, who like who runs everything else? The rich. Who runs the system? No, but like who who who's working in the system? Who's like the middle class? Well, the the class. Yeah, exactly. like, where's the is, incentive? This is What's this is the, the reason,
1: right? When you have a happy middle class, a large middle class, healthy middle because class, economy, you have no problems because everyone is content. Mm-hmm. You go home, you watch your Netflix, you play your video games, you go to bed, you wake up the next day, yeah. and do the job that you don't want to do because okay. you're going to go home again and grab some sure. ice cream and go out and watch like a
0: movie, relatively happy. You you're can happy. Do the things you want to do. You have no time to be upset about anything. But what happens when there's two percent of people that live like fucking gods? and then 98% of people that are like why the fuck am i even doing this? Well, that's this what you're sucks
1: now and a a, and the next year and maybe even the year after if interest rates stay this high and inflation stays high, which it's so they say it's coming down, it's still high. It's, there's no way yeah. around that. I mean, everything is pretty crazy and it was so high for so long already that we yeah. haven't even I mean, felt you those can, effects you can yet. Drop
0: in, but, yeah. Now the average your middle class
1: down, but. is going to come home And instead of being like, I'm going to go order a pizza and I'm going to do this, it's, holy crap, I'm actually negative this month. I can barely afford rent or mortgage or whatever. And now my groceries, I'm I'm paying this much more and gas is more expensive and all, and and this and that. And now I can't do that anymore. And uh, all of a sudden the middle class dream of, I'm going to play golf on the weekend and I'm going to do this. And is more of, hey, uh, we have to like, maybe find a side hustle budget and or 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 work budget. more or sell some shit or yeah, like downsize or, you know, <clears throat> and that's when people where you'll get an uptick of discontent and that's when people are going to start.
0: Uh, going riot. Uh, well, riot I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, you know, holding back on table. saying anything like uh, that. Saying all the shit. <clears throat> no, because you know, it, hopefully it, it doesn't get there and I, I don't know if it will. Um, but that is the evolution of the next step of people being angry of their living situation and th- being a large majority of the population and, and not standing for crap anymore. And I mean, uh, what you're going to see first is 100% elections. Elections yes. are going to change yeah. it and a new government will change. I mean, it's always, you know, your, your votes or your exa- words. That's exactly real power. And I think that's, what's going to happen next is you're going to see a big government switch. Most likely it just makes sense. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to take sides. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm staying out of this. I'm not saying, oh, they shouldn't be in power or they should. It's just. It, well, if you're, it, that,
0: I feel like it ping pongs all the time, though, too. Like if one, one party's in power for long enough, you realize that this is why all fucking people are flawed. And it, the, every system, governmentally, there, there's an issue with, for a segment of people at the very least, and one portion or another of it, but it was parties in power for any significant period of time. It's always they've gone too far to their side to piss off majority enough of people to then flip it back and then they're going to do their thing. And then they're going to piss off the majority enough of people because they went too far to their side and just keep grabbing for power. You you keep
1: doing something that you, uh, you gaslight the population to, to make them feel like what they believe in is wrong and what they should believe in is this thing. You're seeing it in, in Mm. media now. So, so hard, everything in media and, know actors and singers and they're all saying you know oh you can't talk like this you can't think like this or else Mm -hmm. you're a bigot or you're this or that that and it's getting pretty wild uh anyways yeah
0: (laughs) i'm I'm, that's the that's like i almost want to say that's a slippery slope but at the same time like yeah i don't know i you there's definitely some things that you
1: Oh, for you're, sure. Don't
0: say, you're a fucking asshole, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, two two things I think are important to, to know. One, people are, I feel like, getting a little carried away with the amount of things that make them upset. A little? Um, I'm just going to... A lot. There. And two, intention is important. Like, if I were to joke with you about... Joke with you about something that I know that you and I are okay to joke about in this circumstance, um, I don't know. It could be anything, just not over a few we don't specific need lines. <laughs> we're not going to say any examples. Uh, and honestly, there isn't really an example that I have in mind. Yeah, there's nothing like, that bad. There are, so. there are, there are lines that very clearly, obviously you don't cross, but if there, like, we have a relationship and we can joke about things and we're comfortable and someone fucking like overhears it. And they're like, I'm mad. Cause you fucking said this to him, even though he was okay with it. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck off. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oof, okay, I wasn't gonna say much about that, but <laughs> apparently I'm passionate about this subject. That's true. It's people true. need more problems. I, even though we just talked about like this whole there will society be more power. sucks, yeah, and there will be more problems. And all of a sudden, people aren't gonna care so much about the little things that don't <laughs> matter. They're gonna care about how the fuck am I eating tonight? Um, hopefully not, but uh, it's oh, man. probably I, I, gonna happen. I watched
1: this really funny video. Oh, I, never Sh- I should yeah. not talk about it. Well, you're
0: definitely gonna talk about it now.
1: Uh no 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 I can't do it. No, nope, not ready yet. Not ready to go uh <laughs> the
0: wrong one. <laughs> I should figure out what these buttons do. No, not
1: not ready to go that that deep in on, on it yet. But uh let's just say it was somebody really upset for hearing something wrong being stated about them. And and they were about crying. Them. Oh and posting a video of it because that's what you do these days if something of course you, oh yes to cry you must go on on tiktok obviously yeah yeah post it everywhere and say why you're so upset not just handle it like a normal person would but anyways don't get me sorry about that i have a guess yeah it's probably your guess is probably right um uh and yeah anyways let's uh let's move on yeah <laughs> I get canceled even more. This is a cancellation <laughs> podcast. Oh my God. I already know what the, th- the thumbnail is going to be. What? Spiro gets canceled? No, <laughs> I didn't say anything that bad. If anything, no, it's going to be the middle class crisis.
0: Mm. Is that clickbaity in us? No. Destruction of no. Whatever. We'll workshop uh, this afterwards. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure <laughs> it on. out. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Well, there was some other shit, but.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was the
0: open houses. Yeah. Just say, uh, I don't know. Talking about real estate feels kind of grimy now after talking about the deletion of the middle class and shit. <sighs> Fuck it. Let's talk about real estate. Um, <laughs> it's busy. It's weird. It's, I mean, it's not weird. It's very much in keeping with the same shit that happens every year. It's on, just hold like, on,
1: hold it, on, hold on, Pause. Surprises me. every Pause.
0: Year. Pause. The middle class relies heavily on well, real, real estate. estate. Yeah. yeah. So like, so this is the speaking about this largest is, portion of their net worth. Exactly.
1: Typically. And the issue isn't that there's a few small investors buying a couple properties. The issue is that the majority of the middle class can now no longer afford it comfortably just yeah. to live. That's the issue. The issue is that the middle class can now has to pay more than you know thirty or forty percent of their income on living, it's it's going to be closer to sixty oh, yeah. percent on just living. Not not that doesn't mean
0: eating. That just means living, surviving, having a having shelter. And not, that's not just a part. I mean, this is like I said before. This is an issue on both sides of the spectrum for purchase and for rent. There's you know the rental applications that you look at sometimes. The threshold used to be like thirty. If you were reviewing a, a rental app as like a property manager, I don't know, ten years ago. And even up to far more recently, the threshold was like thirty percent of like gross income to rent is like great, you're yeah. you're good. You can't go too much further past this. Then like forty percent was a stretch and that was okay for a while. Yeah, that that's and like the like
1: usual like, that was the that's been the norm now for yeah. the last and few years. And
0: then like you know, there was a period where it was like, All right, well, fifty percent I guess is like that's what we're getting and we're just gonna take that. And then I think it dipped back down for a minute, but I don't know, I think in a lot of cases that fifty percent mark is also showing back up in a lot of like for a lot of people yeah that's uh that's a scary i mean especially when you talk about pre-tax income that's fucking terrifying what do you have left
1: yeah that's pre-tax yes that's a really good point that's all pre-tax uh and it's and and the bad thing is it's not it it would be easy to pinpoint this and say this is the landlord's fault this is their they're pulling a galen weston right now (laughs) and making bread more expensive for no actual reason no that's not the that's not the truth the truth is for the most part, especially in the last year, mm-hmm. um, it's been a year, it's been like 10 One, months maybe, since, since the rate hikes have started. Uh, almost a year. Yeah. Almost a year. There is actually, the owners of rental properties are getting hit super hard because their payments are going up, for the most part. There are some that you know mm-hmm. have their properties paid off and all that, and they're coasting through this, actually probably enjoying this time. But for the most part, a large majority have a big mortgage that now they're paying a lot more. Yeah. And then now it comes does it make sense to have a rental property? And if it doesn't, then who, who's, who's providing the rental who's, stock? Who's the rental being housing. impacted? Is okay. it the landlord or is it the tenant? I think it's both at the end of the yeah. day are being negatively impacted because now you're just losing housing. Housing's coming off the market. I mean, the argument would be, oh no! But then someone would buy it and move into it. Well, not necessarily, because well, no, no one they, could afford they it. Can't afford to yeah. do that,
0: right? It's um, it, it it's the solution. I don't I don't know. I don't pretend to know the We're solution. Not, no one knows the solution. Um, really I, I can tough. only imagine <coughs> more supply Increasing helps alleviate the issue. Supply. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and you know, less demand, but that's not going to be a thing. Um, but more supply is really the only lever I can fathom that helps helps alleviate the issue because you have. And I know, like, a, a lot of everyone on either side of the, the equation likes to point fingers. We have shitty tenants and they clog our blah, and therefore, <laughs> whatever. Okay, fine. That's like maybe one horror story out of a hundred. Uh, and then on the flip side, greedy fucking landlord, evic- rent eviction, and blah, 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 blah. I, I would say, having worked with both sides of that equation for many, many years, most people on average don't suck. Um, and most people follow the rules that are permitted and they're allowed to work within. You, a landlord, just because their mortgage has gone up, just because their property tax has gone up, it, it doesn't mean they can automatically just throw your, jack your rent through the roof. Um, if the unit becomes vacant, then it's very much a matter of the market decides. Like like in a capitalist society, uh, the, the market decides what the rent is going to be. Um, if the landlord is super greedy and they want too much, they won't rent the unit. No. If the landlord is super chill and they post it for too low, they're going to get bombarded with applications and there's going to be people that offer more than they've listed it for. And that's not necessarily the landlord digging for more money. In some cases it is. That's a whole strategy in its own. Um, but it could it's, could just be, hey, there's so many people that want this that they're willing to fight other people for it. You, assi- I could post a listing, walk away. And come back to whatever applications are there. And the price is going to be the price in a lot of cases. Uh, and if it's too high that I've posted it for, no one's going to show up. Um, and at the, on the you know on the flip side of that equation, like the landlord looking at a new purchase today can say running the numbers. This is, I mean, if you are buying an investment property, it's a business decision. You can run the numbers and say, I'm not going to make a pay. I'm going to lose money every month to buy this thing to provide housing to really for an, inv- it's an investment way. I'm not going to pretend that you're doing it out of like the, the greater good of society. Um, it provides a benefit to both sides. Um, but if there is no benefit, then you're not going to do it. And therefore then the house is just going to sit there and maybe some one is going to buy it. Some end user is going to buy it and live there eventually. Um, or maybe it sits. And then there's, if it doesn't look attractive for the landlord, there's so many people that want to buy houses and there's also so many people that need to rent houses. But if all of those people Buy, then there's no one providing the rental stuff. It's it's a very uh, chicken or egg <laughs> kind of situation, right? You got you need both. Both are very important. Uh, you look at a lot of like European countries that have turned like fully into like renter nations in a lot of a lot of big metros in Europe, right? Um,
1: and we're always going to be lagging behind that. I mean, just timing of everything. Toronto yeah. is a very new city, yeah, especially being a metropolis, if you would you know consider us that now. Um, very very recent. Uh-huh. I mean, in the 70s, the drive from even Etobicoke, border of Etobicoke and Toronto proper, out to Mississauga is all farmland. Right. You know, Mississauga yeah. is all that's, farmland. That's kind of crazy to think about. That's, this is this is not many years ago. This is within half of someone's lifetime that it has changed to have this giant, gigantic urban sprawl of this metropolis that we're in now. If you go to a city like London. Yeah. Not, not Ontario, <laughs> London, England. That's been like that for years, and yeah. years, and generations. It's been like that, right? So there's a big difference, and uh, I, we're just getting to that point now. And you know, it's interesting to see. I mean, it's it's a natural progression of of our. Well, I say natural with the quotations, but again, this is where you look back at the last two years and we're like, oh, this was really sped up. This could have yeah. been. This could have been you know ten. This what was most likely what like ten years of normal growth would have taken us and it happened in yeah, one year. It all, it all happened very fast. And then it yeah, got yeah. deleted in a year. And yep. you have now Yeah, you're, real estate looked like crypto
0: feet. for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fucking big. Crypto elevator. looked like crypto for crypto a year. crypto looked like crypto to the power of crypto, crypto for a on while. crack. Yeah. It was just crack wild crypto. Um I mean yeah that th- it's just gonna happen when you have 20% of the country's population that lives in such a small geographic location, the rest of our country is like unutilized for, for housing, but also all of like the work is here and a lot of immigration comes to this central point. Mm-hmm. You only got so many units at both, both sides, again, landlord and tenant, both sides of the equation and, and homeowner, sorry, are, are very important and they're all going to be always needed. Um, how do you make it a little bit better for everyone and make it a lot less volatile? I feel like uh supply. How do we increase that? Who the fuck knows? Um, I'm not a urban planner. I am just a fucking hey, guy with a microphone. Last, <laughs> last
1: note then let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's but you, you, so you, we were at uh, showings last week. You stopped by a property
0: and what happened? Which one? The one with the people. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah, well, there's a shit ton of people out. Okay, so this is a very, um, this is kind of an early every year type of thing, but I think it's a little bit more, it's exacerbated more this year. Nice. Um, big words for Philly. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's it's, crazy this year. Um, I think, obviously, rates give people a lot of pause for a while. Um, the holidays in general, just the general state of the world. Uh, people are listing less. We're seeing less listings in general. Where are you going to move? If you got a great mortgage, why you want to break that and get uh, get it stuck with something new? Um, and then also people are starting to jump back in. I think people were scared for almost a year. It's been a lot of people on the sidelines that thought maybe this is the time to, to start making a move. Um, and I think a lot of them are starting to show back up as we still have very, very low uh, listings and quality listings specifically. Um, And again, this happens every year. I think it's just a little bit more extreme this year and it's happening a little bit later as well. Um, We usually keep a tabs on like a bunch of mediocre things and they are starting to disappear. This weekend was a very, very clear uh, example for me. Um, I went to look at a, I don't know, half a dozen properties or so. A couple of them had open houses by the time we got there. A couple of them didn't. Um, And as a pretty wide range of properties from, you know, about a million bucks up to like a million nine Um, each every showing that I had regular showing there were people on either side of me which it hasn't I feel like it hasn't happened for a while like consistently every property that we looked at no open house was busy you could tell the showings were booked it was it was very busy um, and then we went to look at some open houses uh, the one that's a little bit a little bit cheaper um, here closer to St. Clair uh, we our showing was before the open house, so we weren't actually in the open house, but our, it was like the window right before. So as we're wrapping up, the agent is showing up to like set himself up for the open house. Right. Um, and then when we walk out of the house, there was like eight people ready to walk in. And this was like five minutes before it even started. We're across the street for the next maybe 10 talking just about the property, but everything else we've seen, we've got some time before our next one. Um, and there was maybe another 20 people that we saw go through that house. A lot of young couples, I feel like, um, probably just based on like the price and where it was at and stuff like that. People, Hey, this is my opportunity to step into the market. Right. Yeah. Um, after things have fallen, but this, like this is five minutes into the start of the open house. And I think maybe we saw just shy of like 20 to 30 people, somewhere in that range. Crazy. And then we went to another one that was like, uh, high park area, million 650 with an offer date. It wasn't even like a, it was a weird, didn't, didn't fit both the investor, like rental property model or like end mm-hmm. user. It was a, three story but split like two upper two lower kind of thing like two units um main and basement together yeah, and yeah, second yeah. and third together right
1: it's like it's one a, of those end user rental yeah like you can where you, you live can on live upstairs and then, and then you the have like a little, like
0: little like bit more than a basement apartment so you get a little bit more yeah. offset right um neither unit like they were like mish mishmatched. You've got some new and then like a bunch old and it's the price point they want like a million eight for it. I kind of want a little bit more new Anyways, long story short, we get there, it's full open house. Um, there's like three agents in there, all kind of kind of younger. Um, and you could tell, didn't know dick all about the property. Our, like the, the client I was showing through kind of like called one out after we were leaving. This is just a tangent. Uh, really? But what, what not, he, like she called it out to me that ah. he fucked something up. But like learn your shit, especially your like basic shit. Or it's very simple. Learn to say, I don't fucking know. Oh. Like, the, the power I'm just going to give you a random answer. Cause I don't have the answer is not acceptable. Just say, I don't know, take their contact information say, I'll get it back to you or something. Yeah. Figure um, it out. Here's That's your who, job. your job here's is to who figure give it out. You The information I'll get you the information. Just sorry. I don't have the answer. Let me, let me get you that answer. Not what do you want to hear? I'm just going to uh, tell you that. What was Even it? Though, do you have the example? Yes. So she, uh, oh, someone was asking if utilities this. are split. Um, is there split hydro uh for the property? And it's a very simple thing to figure out. Yeah. You just kind of walk outside and look how many meters are on the side of the house. Um, and he's like, Um, I don't know. Yes, like you could hear the pause, you could hear almost him say no or I'm not sure. And then he was like, You know what? Yes, they are split. The <laughs> utilities are but they separate just Obviously, weren't and as we're walking out, <clears throat> the the client I was with, she was like, I really don't feel like they they're like super knowledgeable about the property. There was a lot of times where people were like pinging them with questions and they were just like very like uncertain, right? Not confident what they were saying. So I'm like, all right, let me just walk to the side of the house so I can get you. It wasn't even her that asked the question, but I was like, I'm just going to get the answer because it takes five seconds to get that answer. No, they're very much not. (laughs) (laughs) just say I don't uh, know and then go find the fucking that answer. happens
1: a lot because Ugh. a lot of agents don't hold their own uh, open houses as well no, well no no you, it wasn't the listing agent it, Well, right? exactly and I, I had this happen where one of my clients sent his friend to the open house mm-hmm. on a property that we saw recently just to get their opinion didn't want to right you know bother me with it not that it would have been bothering me but just wanted to just send him like sometimes he'll do things good. like
0: yeah you I've, know try try, this try is to, my job well, I will help you yeah just tell me that you need help but, but then, it was but you know smart sure. as well because
1: he, he was like you know, you can't my friends can the opinion my yeah my friend's gonna ask the agent there for yeah. some questions so at this property it was asking you know one point what was it 1.5 1.6 something like that mm-hmm. so they were talking to the agent who was at the property and it wasn't the listing agent right and that guy was like oh no 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 not that price I would go in at way lower at 1.3 I would go in and then now my clients friends like what? like what is going on? Mm. First of all, in it, in their mind as well, they were like, okay, something's off here. There's right. no way my agent was just telling me that something totally different than this, or like my, my friend's agent's yeah. telling me something so different. And this guy is a guy and the person on the sign is a woman. So R- right. probably so two and two, unless you never the know, agent, right? the but boy. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> okay. So he's like, all right, he, he calls my client my client calls me and he's mm. like, yeah, this is what happened. They said, you know, we should that they, what he would advise is to pre- prepare, an offer at 1.3 and just hold out there. And, and I was like, well, that's not going to get us anywhere. And let me have a conversation. So I called up the listing yeah. agent. I called him and I said, Hey, you're a dude that was yeah, holding that open house. Your either you're bullshitting me or they're not on the same page. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, yeah, they're definitely not on the same page. Like I'm, she's like, you can throw that. You can, you can submit that to me right now. Not gonna you're not going to get a sign back. Yeah. You're not gonna, it's shit, not going to get us anywhere. You're gonna so, piss the seller off. Yeah, she's like, I'm telling you not to waste your time. Don't yeah. do it because I'm going to send it to my guy and two seconds are going to say, yeah. no. and he's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck and this then you're just going to work clients, clients. Yeah. So, everything. So it's like, don't do it. Yeah. And well, that totally stopped everything. First yeah. of all, one of the reasons being is that the property just didn't make as much sense as others on the market, right? That's the biggest reason. Not, not, not because of anything that happened there, mm-hmm. but it just goes to show you if you're going to do an open house, Either you don't know and you will figure it out, or figure it out first. But yeah. it's it's also there's really hard like, to figure it out a lot first. Of core a lot details,
0: of obviously, that you ha- should have an understanding. Of. Yes, you can't predict every question someone's gonna have no. ever for any job. It's not just this job no. or whatever. Just learn to say I don't know. I'll get you the answer. Yeah, you don't, don't even have to say I don't know. You can just say, just I'll, say I'll get you I'll the, get answer. the answer. Yeah, just <laughs> See, okay, if let if me get back to you. Yeah, yeah, say it all the time. Just learn how to use Google, man. Google, Google strong. My doctor Google. Learn how to fucking search some shit. It's, I went it, to
1: a doctor at this appointment. And they Google something. Yeah, she's, the she's a great doctor. Is and great. I was like, I did this a hundred times. Don't worry, I'll tell you the answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> On that note, oh, okay, it's been. Long. I think we did have a point. Open houses and things are busy. I'm cutting it. Peace.